A vegan superhero is a new breed of athlete. Stronger, healthier, and driven by purpose. Vegan superheroes wage war against society's status quo and win. Vegan superheroes battle the forces of evil that profit from the suffering of others. Vegan superheroes take a stand for what they believe in and prove the haters wrong. If you ask the meatheads and clueless fitness gurus, they'll tell you that what we're doing is impossible, yet it's happening every single day. Vegan superheroes inspire change, spread compassion, challenge the status quo, and fuel the revolution. Our mission is to help you become a vegan superhero. Welcome to the Vegan Gym Podcast. So yesterday I was working on the notes for this episode and it actually wasn't going to be on how to stay motivated or anything like that. It was on an entirely different topic and I just uh, was struggling to really break down exactly what I wanted to say and and kind of pull all the notes together and I wasn't really coming up with any like coherent narrative. So I ended up just looking into different things about motivation online and realized I wanted to write a podcast on motivation. Well, when you <laughs> so, dive into stuff with motivation, then you get motivated and then I, you're like, okay, I need to talk about exactly. this. Exactly. <laughs> so I became motivated to write an episode on motivation. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just flowed right out of me and it just, uh, it worked really well. So, well, this, I mean, this is something that so many people have struggles with uh, just because, um, well, well, we'll dive into it, but so many people, when it comes to health and fitness goals, um, they, they seem to it to be more like a job than anything else and feel like they have to do it and not enjoy it. And so, yeah. um, yeah, well, they're motivated to get started. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> but how do you actually stay motivated? So it's easy to say, okay, I'm going to lose 30 pounds now. And like, now's the time I'm actually going to do it. Every, everyone gets fired up in the very beginning when they do something like that. <laughs> yeah. So how do you actually create lasting motivation in fitness? That's what we want to talk about today. So uh, often people say that they aren't motivated to work out or eat right. Maybe they are at the beginning, but that doesn't last. And I think it's important to understand that motivation is not just something that you have or don't have. Right. Like, it's not a gene. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I haven't been like motivated to train and eat right my whole life. I had to work to develop that motivation. And that came through years and years of consistent effort. But And I, still effort. <laughs> it's still effort to this day. Oh. But I want to share nine tips that I put together for staying motivated along your health and fitness journey. These are the things that I use to stay motivated and continue crushing my workouts. And that doesn't mean that I'm perfect. It doesn't mean that I get to the gym every day. It doesn't mean that I eat the right stuff every day. It's what but, we've learned over the last decade of lifting. <laughs> and it and it uh, it's what keeps me on track most of the time. Yep. And that's what's going to get you results. I mean, these nine tips will work for anybody. It's like you you instill all of these, you're going to stay on track. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right. So tip number one is have crystal clear goals. So I think this is, I put it first because everyone I think listening is like, oh yeah, no kidding. The most <laughs> important thing, you absolutely have to have a target if you want to be successful in health and fitness or anything else. Your goals really have to be meaningful. So I would push you to set ambitious goals, not set these tiny little baby goals that most of us are want to set because the idea of setting ambitious goals is a little overwhelming or scary. These goals really need to fire you up. And I think they should actually freak you out a little bit, like in an excited way. And also 
you should, so you should have ambitious goals, but you should also have goals that aren't ambiguous goals. Like I want to lose weight or I want to be rich or I want to be healthy. It's like, that doesn't mean anything. Or maybe it means something to you, but you really have to flush that out a little bit more and and get more clear on exactly what that means for you and what do you want to accomplish. So we've done a few episodes on setting clear goals. So if you want to know exactly how we go through and set really clear goals that fire you up, you can go back and check out those episodes if you want some direction. And after you set those goals, it's really important that you revisit them every single day. I'm a huge proponent of rewriting your goals every morning and every evening. It's basically a source of positive mental food that you can. It's just reinforcing continue. what you're trying to accomplish. Exactly. Yeah. And you continue to reinforce the things that you want to accomplish and you keep feeding yourself kind of that positive mental food. What, what a lot of our clients do is uh, they write, we have them write their goals on their bathroom mirrors and they see it every single morning when, and at night when they're getting ready to go to bed and when they're getting ready to go to work. And it's just like, you, you might not even think about it, but you'll see it. And like subconsciously you're, it's solidifying. Yeah. This is exactly my mission for today is to take one step closer to actually accomplishing that goal. Yeah. Um, like you, you don't have to stand there for 10 minutes and read it over and over again. It's like, you know, that you wrote it, you know what it means. And if you see any glimpse of it, um, that's going to, uh, really gets you in that mindset for the whole entire day. Yeah. That's why I have like motivational posters on my room. It's like, I used to think that was so cheesy, you know? Um, but now <laughs> that I have it, uh, every single time I go in and out of my bedroom, like where that's where my desk is. And I see like, um, for instance, like one of them says like, nobody will ever stop me type of thing. It's just like reinforces what I'm trying to do um, and to, to grow. So yeah, yeah, just reinforcing it by writing it down is so incredibly important. Yeah. And having any I think visual. I think it's the act of writing it as well. Like it's one thing to right. have it yeah, totally. Totally. on the wall and stuff. And that is important. And somewhere that you can see it. Oh, writing takes it to a whole nother level for sure. But when you constantly are writing it, you're just kind of flooding your subconscious mind yeah. with all the things that you want to accomplish. And I think that's really, really powerful. So whenever you think about your goals, it's going to push you into a positive state. It's going to kind of rewire your mind wherever you're at throughout the day and get you to focus on the things that you're actually trying to accomplish. So that is tip number one, have crystal clear goals and revisit them every single day. Tip number two is have compelling reasons for why you must actually achieve those goals. So we're really big into this. Most motivation does not last. And as we were saying at the beginning of the episode, everyone gets fired up to at the at the start line when they're about to get ready on their path to accomplishing some goal. But they burn out after a few days or a few weeks. It's like a 5K. You start out and be like, oh, I'm going to spread this whole thing. And two miles in, you're like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Or a half marathon or whatever, yes. depending, on your, uh, depending on your ability. But that's why... 95% of New Year's resolutions are never achieved. It's because everyone gets fired up at the start. Everyone's fired up on January 1st, and then they just end up not accomplishing their goals because they burn out or decide, hey, this work is not, it's too much effort for what I actually want to accomplish. So when you really get clear on your why, the why behind your goals, why your goals actually matter to you, and why the completion of your goals will forever change your life, that's when you're never going to give up and you're going to follow through with massive commitment. So the what is kind of your 
perceived goal. It's the thing that you think that you want. So it could be losing 30 pounds. It could be doing five consecutive pull-ups. It could be running a 5K without walking. The what can fire you up and it should. That's kind of like your ultimate goal. And you should be fired up uh, from that. But it's not the... But, but that fire is going to burn out if you don't have a steady supply of fuel. And the fuel behind uh, is your why. So your why is really the driver behind what you actually want to accomplish. It's the thing that you actually really want, but you have uh, broken down your goals and you're kind of focusing on the actual thing you want. Um, but as an example for your why, it would be something like, Maybe you feel tired of avoiding mirrors or swimming pools or going to the beach or something because you don't really like the way that you look. You don't feel confident in a bathing suit and you want to be truly happy and confident about how you look so you can really live life to the fullest and not feel like and be a part of the experiences. Yeah. And feel like you can't do certain things because you're self-conscious or you don't have the confidence or something. So that could be the why behind losing 30 pounds. It could be the why behind trying to build muscle, build strength, transform your physique, become healthier. Uh, Another example would be becoming a positive, healthy example of health and fitness for your kids. And many of our clients have children and they go through our program. They lose 20, 30 pounds in three months. They might complete the first pull up that they've ever done in their lives. They might finish their first 5k that they've ever done without walking. They accomplish tons of incredible things, but those incredible things really pale in comparison to inspiring your children to work out with you or or inspire your children to be healthy or hearing your child tell you that they are proud of you. That's why your why is so powerful. It's really the fuel that's going to drive you to accomplish the what, which is your actual goal. So it has been said that 80% of success in goal achievement comes down to your why and 20% comes down to the how. So we just covered the why. And that kind of leads me to my next tip, tip number three, which is you must have the right strategy. So it's really important when you're trying to cultivate uh, motivation to have the actual right strategy to accomplish your goals. Because if you're doing the wrong things to accomplish your goals, you're not going to be very motivated because you're not going to see results. So if you're just following some cookie cutter program that you found online, or you're following the advice of a friend or family member who hasn't actually accomplished what you want to accomplish, then you need to rethink your approach. Don't follow other people who tell you to do things and they haven't accomplished the things that you want to accomplish. I see this again and again, and it doesn't make any sense to me. No, it makes no sense. (laughs) If I want to learn how to build a successful business, I don't go to somebody who has never built a business. If I want to have six pack abs, I don't talk to somebody who has been overweight their whole life. Like this is pretty obvious stuff, but so many of us fall victim to just following something we found on Facebook or we searched something online and we decided, oh, I'm going to try this program or I'm going to try this diet. Right. And that's a recipe for failure. So motivation comes down to momentum. And the only way to achieve momentum is to get continuous results. So many people go to the gym every single day and they do the same boring workouts. They eat the same bland diet food and most of them don't see any significant results and they lose motivation and they quit. I think anyone I would. <laughs> and, and yeah, and I can't blame them because if I was going to the gym, doing the same workouts, eating the same food and not seeing results, 
I would quit too. Yeah. Like you don't have motivation to continue if you're not seeing results. That's why you absolutely must have the right strategy for your goals. So if you don't know how to create that strategy, find somebody who can create that strategy for you. Tip number four, accumulate wins and celebrate them. So I think this it's is so underrated. It is. So I think it's absolutely crucial to set daily to do's and weekly objectives. And you can set these to do's or objectives over any period of time. But I really think that you should have stuff that you're trying to do every single day, every single week, every single month, every single year. And then you go through and you cross those things off. You cross off those daily to do's and the weekly objectives or whatever. And that causes you to win the day, eventually win the week, win the month, win the year. And the more you accumulate wins, the more momentum you're going to build. And the more momentum you build, the more confidence you're going to have in yourself. Many people think that you need to get motivated first and then action is going to follow after that. That's not actually how it works. So it's with daily action that you actually create motivation. So don't wait for motivation to go out and take action. I hear all the time people are saying, well, I'm not just, I'm just not motivated to go work out the gym and I'm not going to crush my goals because of that. It's like, <laughs> well, you if gotta, you're not moving towards your goals, you're not going to be motivated. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like you got to go to the gym first. You got to put in action and then you're going to start seeing results. Uh, there's a, an ancient proverb or something about a guy who's sitting at, uh, he, he's sitting at like a fireplace. He wants fire. And he says to the, to the fire, he's like, Hey, give me warmth and then I'll give you fuel. I'll give you wood or something. It's like, that's not how it works. You got to like, well, I've never actually, heard that proverb. <laughs> it's something along those lines. I think I butchered it, but, <laughs> but you, you have to like put in the inputs to get the output. You can't just expect to be motivated. You can't just expect to start achieving your goals. Motivation uh, comes second after you start taking action. So take action and watch your motivation grow. And I really recommend that you kind of break this down into manageable pieces on a daily basis. So I am a big proponent of setting like three to five goals every single day and then going, them, going through and crossing them off. This is basically... Uh, Andy Frisella's power list, which is what we've talked about in the podcast previously. And if you just did that single thing every single day, you would start feeling more powerful. You'd start building your motivation. You'd start getting ahead on the path towards accomplishing your goals. And the more that you accumulate those wins, it's really important that you actually celebrate those and celebrate your progress and, um, and just, just celebrate yourself for accomplishing the things that you're trying to accomplish. So you can do this by setting up special activities or some kind of award that you can gift yourself when you accomplish a certain goal. And I think that gifting yourself something every month or two is a good way to stay motivated and on track. It uh, can be totally dependent on whatever motivates you and whatever you like. It doesn't have to be anything big. It can just be small things. It doesn't have to be food. It doesn't have to be an experience. It's just whatever you want, something to a goal to be working towards. Say like you're trying to lose 30 pounds. Okay. When you lose the first five, you're going to get X. When you lose the first 10, you're going to get Y. When you lose the first 15 or 20, you're going to get Z. Like you can go through and kind of gamify it in that way and have someone hold you accountable. And when you accomplish those goals and check them off, then you can award yourself with, um, with a gift. We actually just, uh, created in our, in our vegan superhero Academy coaching program, oh, we just so created <laughs> a consistency award, 
um, system yeah. where the more days that you're consistent, uh, you can win awards. Awesome, so awesome if you're consistent prizes. with your like with your nutrition and your training over 30 days, you get uh, a super awesome uh, custom shaker bottle. If you do it for 60 days, and it only gets get, better, but yeah, whoa, that's a secret. Yeah, it just, it just goes <laughs> like that. The point is you should gift yourself something for doing the things that you are trying to hold yourself accountable to doing. All right. Tip number five. Well, let, let I have one more thing to add to celebration. Yeah, you know, it's like um, what I what I see with a lot of people um, when it comes down to celebrating is that they don't reflect. Um, and when I mean, you kind of touched on this when you were talking, but like I want to directly uh, just approach it and talk about it. It's like you have to reflect on where you started and what you have accomplished and not like the day to day. It's like, sure, you want to win each day, but you also want to reflect on where you started um, because that's that's something to celebrate, to, to see where you originated from in the beginning of the journey to where you are now. And that is going to help immensely with like your your drive and your motivation to continue and to remain consistent, uh, to really document, uh, to, to see where you've, you've started from. Um, and a lot of people don't do that because they're so fixed on the end goal and they tell themselves that, oh, I'm not doing good enough. I'm not doing this. I need to do more, um, which is a great mentality to have to always push yourself to the next level. But reflecting on where you started versus how you feel, feel look, and think now is something that's going to make you realize like how much you've actually grown as an individual and how much progress that you've actually made uh, to continue to have that motivation to continue to hit that goal so you can get to that next level. So uh, you kind of touched on that, but I wanted to specifically say that just because that's um, a huge part of the process is because so track your progress and not just on the scale, but also well, track how your, you're feeling. Track your progress, but also reflect on it, you know? Yeah. Uh, so many people track, but they don't look back on where they started. Um, and I think that's so incredibly important. Yeah. But and it is. That, yeah. That's what I wanted to input. Cool. <laughs> All right. Tip number five is be consistent with your workout schedule. It's really important that you have the same schedule every single day. The most successful people go to the gym every single day. If you show up at the same time, Every single day at the gym, you're going to see the same people there. And maybe it's plus or minus one person that that's kind of coming or going. But it's like the same core people that are in there every single day. And there's a reason they're in there every single day. And there's a reason those people tend to look the most fit because they are consistent with their workout schedule and they're going in and getting it done every single day around the same time. You can pick whatever time works for you. I prefer... I prefer morning workouts and there are four main reasons why. For one, you can start the day with a win automatically. Number two, working out boosts your mood so you can actually feel great throughout the day instead of working out in the evening. It's like you feel great and then, okay, time for sleep. Yep. <laughs> Number three, uh, you're gonna begin the day by accomplishing something difficult and this really sets everything else in your day into perspective. And it makes the other hard things that you have to do throughout the day seem easier. It's this concept of kind of eating the frog, which is not a vegan saying. Another <laughs> proverb, proverb of yours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's uh, it's the idea of doing the most difficult thing first. So uh, in this case, it's working out first thing in the morning. And typically, 
like my workouts are the most difficult thing. Maybe not the most difficult thing mentally. Well, it actually usually is yeah. <laughs> the most difficult thing because I have to kind of get myself in the right mental space. But it might not be the most difficult thing in in some respects, but I think overall it's it uh, tends to be one of the more difficult things you have to do. Number four, you're going to be less likely to skip your workouts because you're tired from the day. This is a big one because people go to work and they're like, okay, well, I'm just going to work out after I get home from work. Nothing's worse than the uh, after work uh, crew that goes to the gym. <laughs> that's Well, some people can crush it. If you can crush it, that's awesome. Yeah. If you can stay consistent, go ahead and do that. But I think most people struggle to stay consistent with that because or or they you have, you have consistent most of the time. You have but. all this baggage throughout the day. You 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 have all these situations where there's stress, there's fatigue, you're you're thinking about all these things happening and you have all these thoughts that after work you're just like, Oh, I just want to go home and just chill. And it's so hard to get to the gym. <laughs> yeah. Which I yeah, like I said, I res- like you said, I respect everyone that's able to do that. Um, but I know most people can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's really difficult. So I'm I'm a big proponent in making things less difficult so you can actually just do right. it on autopilot, which leads me right into tip number six, which is reduce the required willpower. Now, this isn't so intuitive, so I'm going to explain this. One of the best ways to maintain momentum and thus motivation is by making difficult choices, easy choices. So what exactly do I mean by that? You should always aim to reduce the amount of willpower needed to make the right choices for the accomplishment of your goals. As an example, I get really easily distracted while working on a computer. (laughs) And that's a problem because I work on a computer all the time throughout the week, uh, basically seven days a week doing uh, work. So So the truth comes out. (laughs) So what I did, I've talked about this before. So what I did is I installed a website blocker that won't allow me to go onto Facebook, YouTube, or any of those other sites that could easily distract me during work time. And I literally cannot access any of those websites during work time. I also will turn off my phone and just lock it in my safe in in my room or I'll bring it down to my car and lock it in my car in the parking lot. So just what to, he's trying to say is when I try to reach out to him, I can't actually access to him. <laughs> well, we now have a really good team communication chat and I'll keep that up. And I don't I'm block that. I'm just cracking a joke. Yeah. So, yeah, he's got ways of, of contacting me. Not to mention you're like 30 feet away from me during the day. So, you can just walk over. I, I don't think people understand. It's like we work in the same exact apartment. But I think we maybe see each other two or three times a day That's, at most. It's a little weird. <laughs> we might have one conversation throughout the day. Yeah. Yeah. I usually He is usually not the person I talk with the most during the day. Yeah. Anyways, so um, for example, like I get easily distracted while working on a computer. So I uh, have these apps and stuff that block the websites that are going to cause me to waste time. And I also get rid of my phone. So basically, I remove any temptation of getting distracted so I don't have to use up a ton of willpower to stay on track with my goals. I don't have to like slap my wrist every single time I think about, oh, I should check Facebook or something like that. So I keep things really simple and I just reduce the required willpower by just making those difficult choices, easy choices. Like it's not, hey, you shouldn't be checking Facebook. It's, hey, you cannot check Facebook. So just keep working. (laughs) And the same principle applies to health and fitness. 
I hear people all the time say, hey, I can't get out of bed in the morning to work out. It's too early or whatever. Well, there are a bunch of different things you can try. You can try using a sunrise alarm clock. That's something that I use and I absolutely love. You can, if that's not enough for you, you can try a math alarm clock, <laughs> which is- uh, Math? Yeah, there's um, there are apps that you can install on your phone that uh, will, uh, there are alarm clocks that will- force you to do math problems right when you wake up <laughs> yeah well, I'm, I'm sure for some people they won't be able to solve that until the next like forever <laughs> well you can't you have different levels of difficulty okay you start with like let me sit down for 30 minutes real quick let me figure this thing out <laughs> yeah i wish they had a calculus option. oh my goodness kind of fun. <laughs> that is so nerdy of you <laughs> <laughs> Give me one plus one. I'll be good to go. Yeah. So, well, and they start with things like that. Like it's, uh, they're starting with like uh, two, two digit numbers that you just have to go through and add. But anyways, like if you're struggling to get out of bed in the morning and you have an alarm clock that forces you, do, you to do a math problem before it's going to turn off, that's going to get you fully awake. You can get to bed earlier. Like that's a pretty foolproof strategy. Most people say, hey, I can't, I can't get up at 5 a.m. to work out. Well, if you went to bed at 9 p.m., you could easily wake up at 5 a.m. because that's eight hours. So you're just not going to bed at the right time. Like we've said numerous times, your day starts the night before. So if you are not getting to bed on time, obviously getting up early is going to be difficult. Yeah, I think that's something that's pretty crazy to think about is like so many people talk about, oh, I could never do that. It's just like, all you do is just shift your sleeping window. Right. And that is it. Yeah. It's like the hours of sleep do not change. Yeah. <laughs> and, and people think it's like this outrageous like feat to, to be able to do that. Yeah. Just like, just go to bed two hours earlier. That is it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm definitely like a 9 p.m. like. No. Yeah. I went to bed at 1030 <laughs> last night. And I felt like I was ancient this yeah. morning. <laughs> No, I, I'm all about getting to bed at like 8, 9 p.m. Whenever I do that, it's uh, it's an awesome day. Um, okay, so it, another thing you can do is lay all your stuff out that you need for your workout the night before. So these are all things that you can do to reduce the required willpower to actually get up and work out. Really simple. If you constantly reach for junk food instead of healthy food, same thing, reduce the required willpower. You can prep your meals ahead of time so you don't have to constantly make the decision to prepare something healthy when you're craving junk and you're super hungry. You just don't buy junk at the grocery store. Like this is another concept. Or lock it away in your so, safe, like in your phone. <laughs> yeah. Well, just don't buy it in the first place. Like I need a phone, but you don't need junk food. So and, and this is a concept that I actually wrote about in my book, Vegan Fat Training Secrets, where I talk about the law of grocery carts. Like whatever goes in your grocery cart is going to end up in your pantry. So if you don't put junk food in your grocery cart, it's not going to end up in your kitchen and you're not going to be tempted to eat it. So junk food will literally not be in your house if you don't buy it and take it home. So this isn't rocket science, but it's really powerful stuff so you can't eat the things that you don't have <laughs> yeah it's really that simple i can't waste Mind time on the websites blown <laughs> i can't waste time on the websites that i can't access or i get out of bed at 5 a.m easily because i went to bed at uh 8 p.m or whatever right so whatever thing that you struggle to do, figure out ways to reduce the required willpower to accomplish them. This is a really, really important tip that's helped me immensely because I don't have any 
incredible level of willpower. <laughs> like I just know how to kind of hack my brain and make sure that I'm not falling victim to all of the distractions or junk food and stuff that I would normally partake in. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I think that that's a perfect thing just to touch on real quick is like the everything that we're saying on this podcast is um, we still have difficulties. Like we still have those thoughts of comfort and, and to want to do certain things. And it's just we've built a momentum up until this point through these points that we're, we're covering. Um, and it's just easy to overcome things now because we know exactly what's on the other side for one. And two, we have everything set up for us to not fail. So like that's a perfect example of as long as you start implementing these things, you're going to get to where you want to be. Uh, it's, it's, it's as simple as that. Yeah, it is really that simple. And you just build up the I, momentum. Like, like people think like we're like superhuman or anything. It's like every single more. Well, I maybe will, not us, but other people who are just yeah crushing their goals. Well, that and like, I, these I, people are not superhuman. Yeah, it's like I, I've had people say Except like Goggins. I, he I, yeah, he, he's superhuman. I don't know what, what where he's at mentally. <laughs> I would love to get into his brain and just see how he like views the world. But anyway, it's like I have a lot of people t that ask me like, how do you do it? And it's like, I'll be the first to say every single morning. I have that thought of like, wow, I don't want to get out of bed yeah. every single morning, seven days a week, 365. You know, it's even like, when I go to bed at 8, 8, 8, yeah, 8 p.m. or totally 8, or 9 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> you good there? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's like I have all these thoughts just like you and everybody else. It's just a matter of setting yourself up for success. So, yeah, um, it's as simple as that. Yeah, it really is that simple. What's the next one? And, and by the way, that's Anders talking and I'm Leif. So people, I was talking with one of our clients this past week and he's like, I can never tell the difference between you two <laughs> because you sound the same. So he said that we, we should- sound the same on the podcast. That's what he said. And, Interesting. and it's, it's different because we can hear ourselves and you hear your voice differently than you hear someone else's voice. But I can see how people think. Actually, very. This similar. is completely off topic, and it's kind of a cool thing. I I watched this video of like if you actually want to hear your actual voice, you have to put your uh, your palms in front of your ears, and then when you start talking, it takes away all the vibrations, so you can actually hear your actual voice. Huh? It's crazy. I don't know how it take like the it, internal vibrations away. No, it, it does. It's weird. Oh. But well, anyway, I'm not going to try it on the podcast. <laughs> it's going to sound stupid. It's going to be like just silence and be like, oh, yeah, let's testing this real quick. <laughs> yeah. But I will test that. But, but it's, so. it's very interesting. Um, I was blown away. But anyway, yeah. um, what's, what's the next tip? Yeah, no, I, I totally threw that off topic. Uh, and this is late, by the way. <laughs> All right. Tip number seven. Say no to the things that don't serve you or your goals. So this kind of ties in with the last tip of reducing the required willpower if you don't have the body and health that you want to have, chances are pretty good that you engage in activities that don't serve your health and fitness. It's pretty simple. But if you go throughout the day and you say no to things that don't serve you or your goals, like you don't put yourself into situations where you're going to potentially make poor choices when it comes to your health and fitness, I'm 
kind of mostly talking about social situations. So for example, don't agree to go out to a bar with friends if you know you're going to feel like poop the next day because you consumed hundreds of useless calories, you felt hungover and you skipped your workout and stuff. Don't do that because it's not serving you or your goals. Don't stay up late watching Netflix and then say that you can't get up early to work out because you're too tired. Right. <laughs> uh, and I have been guilty of that too, but uh, lots of people do that and on a regular basis, which is uh, a problem. Another thing, don't waste hours scrolling th through social media over the weekend and say that you don't have time to prep your meals. Oh, this that's is a huge thing. Yeah. Everyone says like they don't have time. You know, it's like, yeah, that's probably the big one. Oh my goodness. It's <laughs> you were you do have the time. Okay? You look at the most successful people in the world or the people who have accomplished the things that you want to accomplish. Guess what? They have 24 hours every single day. Yeah. 365 days per year. They have the same amount of time and yeah, they might not have kids and you might have kids, but that's something that you have to work around. And and you there's a way to make it work and you can find somebody with your exact situation who has no kids or might have three kids or whatever, uh, your exact situation, kind of all of the main things that you have in your life, they have it too, and they've accomplished their goals. So say, saying you don't have time is, is one of the most BS excuses that you can possibly ever say. Yeah. It's like, um, it, it's a matter of prioritizing um, and making thing, making time for the things that you find important. If, yeah, if you say you don't have time, just live stream your entire day on Facebook or Instagram or whatever and show everyone how you spend every minute of your yeah. time throughout the day oh, wisely. Totally. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and then you can come through, come back and say, hey, look at this. Like I spend every single minute of every single day doing exactly what I should be doing to accomplish Literally everybody has 30 to 60 minutes a day for some sort of activity. That's not even a, you can't even argue Workout that. activity, you're saying. Workout activity, yeah. yes. It's like any type of movement. It doesn't matter. It's like doing something active to make you feel good and to get you towards the, your goal. It's yeah. like everyone has that amount of time. It's, there. <laughs> it blows my mind when people are like, oh, I am so incredibly busy. And, and it's like they're, they're texting while they're on the couch. You know, it's just like, Anyway, yeah. this is something I could talk right. out about hours. I don't have time to work out. <laughs> don't ever say that to either of us because you're not going to get any sympathy. It's like I work 14-hour days and I still find time to go work out. It's like yeah, you just gotta I, make I it completely work. understand the so, busy schedules. <laughs> all right. So that's tip number seven. Tip number eight, consume positive motivational content. So I am not big into the rah-rah, let's get motivated and go crush our goals kind of thing. That's mostly BS. But I started getting really serious about working out in college and my friend Marcus and I would watch Greg Plitt videos. If you don't know Greg Plitt, he he's um I he's uh this is he's kind of like a fitness model slash motivational kind of guy uh who's incredibly in military. Fit. He's a super cool guy. He actually tragically died um many years ago in in kind of a freak accident but we would listen to greg plitt videos every single day before working out and that just pumped me up like crazy yeah uh i'm not 
super into motivational videos for like the rah-rah aspect and and using that as kind of a sole source of inspiration and if you watch this motivational video you're going to accomplish all your goals and everything well that's that, that's not how it that's, works that's like a fairy tale right it, it's it's the spark it's kind of like a grill right it's like it sparks the flame but then you have to sustain it and continue to put fuel into it yeah so yeah so uh there are two youtube channels that i really love that i listen to pretty frequently one is ben lionel scott and the other is mulligan brothers those are two really awesome kind of motivational uh channels that have compilations really videos yeah. so you can check those out uh the right workout music does the same for me and like none of these things is going to provide uh, long-term motivation. Like this is all kind of short-term motivation, but that short-term motivation can be enough motivation to get you to the gym. And then once you're at the gym, you start working out, you start feeling good. You start seeing results. You start producing those results. You start checking things off your to-do list. You start building that momentum. And that's what creates long-term motivation. So it's kind of like the, uh, the pilot light, like you were talking about. It's a, yeah. it's a pilot light or like the initial, uh, kind of starter that you have that, um, that can, grow into a bigger flame or whatever you want to say. I think I said that so, better. Yeah, 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 you did. So Just I'm, rewind and listen to mine again. Yeah, so there's, I would say this is short-term motivation, but that short-term motivation can create long-term motivation. And I think that's really powerful. I'm also a huge advocate for consuming self-development books and courses. I'm talking about authors like Brian Tracy, Napoleon Hill, Jim Rohn, Zig Ziglar, Tony Robbins, Les Brown. These guys have changed my whole perspective on what's possible for my life through my late teens and early 20s. And I have read almost every single book uh, written by each of these guys. I think I might have read every single book. I need to go back and check. And most of them I've read multiple times. I highly recommend them. And that's kind of the other side. Like the short-term motivation is really helpful, but also feeding your mind with positive mental food every single day. That's a game changer and it's completely changed how I view my life and what's possible for me, especially if you don't have many sources of positivity in your life. So I would highly recommend that you check out these kind of motivational videos or uh, just consume positive content on a on a regular basis. I would I would say on top of that, surround yourself with just awesome people too. I would just on top of that is like for motivation, it's like surround yourself with like minded individuals that think the same, that have similar goals, that will do things with you, that will help you progress forward as well. Yeah, um, I, I think that's um, just as powerful as watching a a video if not more powerful <laughs> yeah uh, to have someone in your corner that you that understand you um but yeah yeah having a support network is huge mm -hmm. and having a community of people that are trying to accomplish the same goals as you totally. is really really crucial that's why online communities can be so awesome so maybe like there are vegan fitness Facebook groups that you can take advantage of. You can join a coaching program, whatever. Surrounding yourself with other people that can kind of support you and, and show up with that kind of positivity in your life is also really helpful. All right. Tip number nine is be kind to yourself. Okay. So you're not maybe ultimately where you want to be, but you're on the path to accomplishing your goals and becoming the person that you want to be. And that in and of in and of itself is a huge win. 
So start giving yourself credit for actually doing that. And if you get off track, that's okay. And that's something that happens to me all the time. And whenever that happens to me, I just revisit my goals. I revisit my whys and I just kind of nudge myself back on track. And I think it's really important to cut yourself some slack. Like I'm in pretty great shape right now because I make the right decision 90% of the time when it comes to my health and fitness. And I think that's important to understand. It kind of gets back to what we were talking about earlier. I am not 100% on top of everything that I should be doing to accomplish my goals. Andres isn't either, but we're on top of it 90% of the time. And that's what makes all the difference. That's what gets results. The other 10% of the time, maybe I'm taking an unscheduled rest day because I'm sore or because I stayed up late watching a movie or because I just decided I didn't freaking want to work out, (laughs) which happens too. And you know what? That's perfectly okay. And when it comes to my nutrition, 90% of the time I eat foods that really serve my health. I have the right macros, have the right micronutrients, but then 10% of the time I'm eating chips and guac because I freaking love chips and guac (laughs) and that's perfectly okay. And don't even get me started on vegan cheesecake. Like we never, (laughs) that's literally my kryptonite. So it's about being on track 90% of the time. The other 10% of the time You don't want to get hugely off track because that can really put a dent into the 90% that you're doing right, but don't think that you have to be 100% on top of everything. So if you go in with the mentality, if you go in to accomplish your goals with the mentality that you have to be 100%, that's automatically going to probably knock your motivation because uh, you might be able to keep that up for a week or a few weeks but then you're going to miss a day. And if you have the mindset of beating yourself up about it or uh, saying that you're not 100% on on course, so you just completely ruined everything and you have to start back at zero, that's gonna be highly unmotivating. So it's really important to understand that it's okay to get off track. It's okay to not be where you want to be. Uh, you're on the path to accomplishing your goals. That in and of itself is a huge win. And all you have to do is be on track 90% of the time. Don't super go off track the other 10% of the time, as I said, but bottom line, your fitness journey is not about perfection. It's about consistent progress. So I think that's really important for building motivation is understanding you are not trying to be perfect. So don't go into this thing with that unrealistic goal. Go into it with the goal of continuing to make consistent progress every single week. And if you if you do that, it's going to be a lot easier to build and sustain momentum. All right. So those I got, are I got one more thing with that. Let's hear it. An- another thing about being kind to yourself is don't compare yourself to other people's progress. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. It's like uh, so I so many people do do this and they just instantly get discouraged because uh, they they compare of someone that's been doing something for six months and they just started and they're in week two and they're like, well, they've lost like 50 pounds and I've only lost two pounds. It's like, yeah, duh. It's like they've been doing it for six months. You've been doing it for two weeks. It's like you have to just focus on you. It's like we're as humans, we're so quick to just compare ourselves to other people and uh, allow that to dictate how we feel about ourselves. And that's that's stupid. It's like focus on you, what your end goal is. And going back to what I said previously is to reflect on where you start as well, because 
when you have everything dialed in for you specifically and you're following that, you're going to see consistent progress. Um, and the, like, that's why you just have to focus on yourself. Um, and don't, don't, yeah, don't judge yourself based off of other people's progress. Yeah. Yeah. We're all on our own journey. So like it's, it's important to keep that perspective in mind. And if you start comparing yourself with other people, that's also, that's going to knock your confidence and kind of discourage you, which is going to obviously make motivation difficult. It's going to make the process terrible too. It's like this, this type of journey, regardless of what you're trying to progress to, all journeys can be enjoyable and fun because you grow as an individual um, and you get to see change in yourself and you don't want to take away from that uh, because it's a, these journeys are what's going to shape the, the person that you are. Yeah. So like honors doesn't want to compare himself with me or else he's going to get super unmotivated in the gym or like, yeah, if Leif doesn't want to compare his strength to my strength pound <laughs> for pound, then <laughs> yeah, that's kind of been an ongoing riff that we've had because like I, I've got, most people don't know this, but I've got like 30 pounds on honors. Yeah. 30, 30 pounds of muscle <laughs> on me. Uh, I, it's many people don't know that I'm literally 153 pounds. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah, you're a ripped 153. But anyway, so we got this ongoing riff and, um, whenever we look at like overall numbers, I can outlift him on basically everything. But when it comes to pound for pound, like if you take the amount lifted divided by body weight, Anders usually comes out on top. Usually. So. <laughs> <laughs> usually. I think there are some lifts that's not true. But anyways, um, yeah, we're just uh, some brotherly love. It's there. all about the Wilkes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not exactly that calculation, but true. All right. So to summarize, uh, here are the nine tips for creating lasting motivation. Tip one is have crystal clear goals. Tip two is have compelling reasons for why you must achieve these goals. Tip number three is you must have the right strategy. Tip number four is accumulate wins and actually celebrate those wins. Tip number five is be consistent with your workout schedule. Work out every single time at the same every single day at the same time. Tip number six is reduce the required willpower. Tip number seven is say no to the things that don't serve you or your goals. Tip number eight is consume positive motivational content. Again, that's the short-term motivational content, but that can create long-term motivation. Uh, and then tip number nine is be kind to yourself. Don't beat yourself up. We're all on our own unique paths. You don't have to be 100% on top of fitness and nutrition to see incredible results. So just be consistent 90% of the time and you're gonna see some incredible changes. All right. Those are the nine tips. Uh, if you found value in this episode, please take a minute right now and share this with a friend. We all know somebody who struggles to stay motivated in achieving their health and fitness goals. So please go ahead. We and all take, know multiple people. We, yeah. <laughs> go, go share this episode with all of them because they could all use it. And I think they'd get some massive value out of it and they would really appreciate you for, uh, for introducing them. So thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode. And until next time, keep challenging the freaking status quo. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode. To take the next step in your vegan fitness journey and get access to all our best content for free, check out theveganjim.com. 
We'll teach you everything you need to know to torch body fat, break through plateaus, build lean vegan muscle, and supercharge your health. Get started right now at theveganjim.com. Until next time, peace, love, and gains.